What's up, guys? Welcome to the first podcast that I'm ever doing. This is so weird. I don't know if anybody even's going to listen to this, but it's really for me than anybody else. So I got some early predictions. Um, the NBA just started. It's November 20th. It's been going on for like, what, two months now? So there's some early predictions that I just want to say before it actually happens so I could get credit for. So, I wrote down a few. Uh, most of these are going to be about the Celtics or, like, the Cavs or, like, Isaiah Thomas or just the NBA in general. So, the first thing that I got was the only teams that has a chance to beat the Celtics in the playoffs are the Wizards and the Cavs. There's no other team with the current roster that has a chance to beat the Celtics except for the Wizards or the Cavs. The only reason I say the Wizards is because they have a great backcourt uh, with the John Wall and Bradley Bill. I think right now Bradley Bill is averaging like 24 points and John Wall is averaging like 20 points. And they got Marcin Gortat. I, I believe he's still on that team. And, you know, they're doing some great things. Otto Porter Jr., Kelly Oubre. They they got a nice squad, um, and they were really close last year. It wasn't like a breeze going into it last year, but the Celtics got better, and I think they got better too. Um, um, so people are saying that, you know, the, the Cavs had like a rough season as well. Um, so people are saying, oh, Isaiah Thomas, wait till he comes back. Everything's going to gel together, blah, blah, blah. For me, I don't think so. Um, my approach to this is what can Isaiah Thomas do that Derrick Rose cannot do? Like, I feel that Derrick Rose is still an elite point guard. He's still, he's not top 10. He's not top 15, but I'll definitely put him top 20. I'll probably top 15. I'll definitely put him top 15. He's definitely still one of the better point guards in the NBA. It's just that injury guy with him. So I'm just saying, like, the same... They're going to do the same numbers uh, who are starting numbers. They're going to do the same starting numbers. Uh, so I think Isaiah Thomas is going to average around, like, max, I'll say 21 points at max. Uh, I think... That's what Isaiah Thomas is going to average. I just think that they're kind of the same. If anything, Isaiah Thomas is like, you know, a little bit better. But I think they're like the same type of player. They both can have a jump shot. They both can drive it in and get fouled and get the and one. And that's where Isaiah Thomas gets most of his points because he gets fouled a lot. So that's where he gets most of his points. So, yeah. Uh, what else do I have? I have um 2016-2017 was Isaiah's best year in stats. What? 2016-2017 was Isaiah Thomas' best year in regards, like, statistically on a contending team. So, this means that Last year, he damn near averaged 30 points a game, right? And this year, he's, he's never going to do that 30 points per game unless he goes on, like, a garbage team, like a non-contending team. So, if he goes, like, who knows if he's going to be on the Cavs after this because LeBron might go somewhere and 
that team is just going to fall apart without LeBron's because Ty Lue is like the worst coach in NBA history, but we'll get to that later. Um, but I just think that statistically-wise, it's going to be his best year. Last year was going to be his best was his best year. Um, yeah, let's – what else? I already said Derrick Rose is still top 25 point guards in the league. I already said that. Uh, Tyrone Lue is the worst team in NBA history. Not in NBA history. I'm not going to go that far. I don't know about that because I was born in, like, 1995. So, I don't know about NBA history, but I know right now Ty Lue is clueless on what he's doing. Um, Oh, crap. I have freaking seven seconds left. Uh, Part two will be coming up next. All right. So, this is part two. All we had, like... I didn't know that I had five minutes. This is my first time doing it, whatever. But um, I was at... Ty Lue is one of the worst coaches in the NBA right now. That's my prediction. Uh, He's not good. I don't see how you can have... How you can have the best, arguably... Not arguably. The best player in the NBA. The all-around, all all-around player like LeBron James. And you have top 10 power forwards in the league, right? And you have a shooting guard that averaged 18 points per game last year. I know it's early, but last year he averaged 18 points per game. And, like, how are you have this slow start? Like, this, you should not be losing like this. Like, I don't care. You're getting beat by the New York Knicks. I know they got Porzingis. I know he went off that game. But you should not be losing to crazy teams like that, you know? So, that's why I believe. And it all starts with coaching. It all starts how you apply your players and how this and that like it's all starts with the coaching so that's why I think he's not one of the best coaches in the NBA or he's the worst coach in the NBA um I just think Tyrone Lue he doesn't know what he's doing he cannot utilize his players correctly correctly and for them to reach their max potential and that's the reason why Kyrie left you know because of the coaching and that's one of the reasons Kyrie left left because of the coaching um, the opposite of that, I think Brad Stevens is the best coach in the league. Um, he has the amount of things they went through in this year, and it just started. And they went on what now it's a fifteen game win streak or a sixteen game win streak. Like that's crazy. Like the first game, we all know the first game of the NBA, the first within the first five minutes, Gordon Hayward, a superstar player, which I'm pretty sure the offense was kind of built around. It was probably built around him, Al and Horford. And they lost that game to the Cavs, which was not, it was like a kind of a close game. Then they lost, I think the second game was to Milwaukee, and they lost to that game. Then after that, they won on this 15-16 game win streak, and I'm just like, 
that's crazy, you know, and that's a testament on how great of a coach Brad Stevens is and how he knows how to apply the defense or apply his players so they can reach their max potential. Because you look at a guy like Jay Crowder, you know, they were saying, oh, Jay Crowder is a great defensive player. He's this, he's that. I think because that's because Brad Stevens put him in a position to where he can use the his skills that he have in a positive way. Um, so, and now he's not really doing all that good on the cast because of Ty Lu, in my opinion. Um, what else do I have? If if Jalen Brown enters the dunk contest, he will win. There's nobody in the NBA right now that's dunking. Where there's no guard, let me say, in the NBA that's dunking like Jalen Brown. He's doing windmills. He's doing crazy, crazy dunks. Not too crazy, but he's doing, you know, okay dunks. So, I think if he wins or if he enters, he will win. What else do I have? Oh, I have Al Horford is the modern day Tim Duncan. I have like 50 seconds, but uh, Al Horford is the modern day Tim Duncan. Like if you see him play, like he has just like great fundamentals. Like he's kind of born to watch like Tim Duncan was born to watch. But he the effect that he has on that offense is crazy. Last year for the Celtics, I think he was leading in assists. Like he's a great player um to have on your team, like a leading role and he's a great person to like be a centerpiece of your offense. Um so part three is coming up. I still have some more things that I can think of. I have like eight seconds left or whatnot. So let me know what you think. I don't know if you guys could reply back or something like that, but let me know what you think.